0: Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state.
1: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now get up to 50% off at Blue Nile.com. That's Blue Nile.com.
2: Oh, the weather outside is a vacuum. But the fire off the starboard bow is the result of that close call with the spontaneous helium flare this morning. Well, you're in a chipper mood after all the interdimensional mayhem two weeks ago. Yes, decorating the bunker for the holidays always puts me in fine fettle. Let's see, we can let the all-seeing onyx eye of holiday awareness hover there by the ventilation shaft. And I'll move these fuel pods to make room for the blelf on the shelf. Oh yeah, how how does blelf on the shelf work again? Well, the blelf are a race without eyelids, vocal cords, or the need to rest. So the blelf sits on the shelf witnessing everything we do during the holiday season. And then it keeps all that information to itself and tells no one. Finally, on December 26th, it dies. That is heartwarming. Ugh, does it have to stare like that while I hang up the trinket depository pouches? yes. Yes, it does. Just think, soon those pouches will overflow with holiday loot, much of it from Pod Swag. It's where you can get the cool Offices and Bosses shirts and the weird but fun Magic Tavern dress up magnet set.
3: Hey, I'm looking at the calendar. Does anyone know who reserved one of the conference rooms under the heading Mutiny Chat?
2: Uh, doesn't it just do that automatically once a month? Yeah, that sounds right. It happens along with the Java update. Oh, look, incoming transmission. And now, enjoy the show.
4: Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Neecamp. if you need me to be. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About three and three quarters years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal through the dimensional rift from the Burger King, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Face, in the land of Foon. And someday I'll escape, and if I have to rip a hole through all of time and space and destroy this whole dimension to get home. Hey, I'm joined, as always, by my good bud, Junt the Talking Badger.
5: Oh, yeah, baby, baby.
4: Are you, <clears throat> are you, are you doing okay? Uh, I'm just feeling, um I'm feeling really sick. I don't know if I should uh, come on the podcast. Jump, You're feeling sick? Yeah, huh? I just, I don't feel well, and I feel like I should use one of my, remember early on you allotted us mm-hmm. each 10 sick days? I think yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to use. You used one. a couple of those, and you told me that you were not sick, but that you were just going to use it. Well, you said they don't carry over, mm-hmm. so I thought they just use them. So I'm going to use one, because um, I don't... Chunt, do you think that Carnival Wilson wouldn't know when you were trying to pull a fast one on him? That the trickster god of Foon wouldn't know when you were trying to lie about being sick? And, and also, you don't even bother to, like, move your body in a sickness way, just totally voice. You told me that on Earth, people call in sick, and you said that it's all vocal play. You said you usually test it out a little bit on your own, and you're like, I can't, I can't. And then you call up your work, and you tell them you can't come in. Fine, I'm not sick. It doesn't work that way if I can see you. You're yeah. literally dancing around while you said that. <laughs> it felt so good. I get a little jingle in my body. You just look so healthy. I'm so energetic. Why do you want to get out of the podcast? I don't want to get out of the podcast. I was just worried because... I don't know who's going to show up, if it's going to be Arnie or Carnival Wilson, and I don't want to record with Carnival Wilson. Didn't you hear the intro? I'm Arnie right now, because the podcast needs Arnie Kneekamp, good, happy-go-lucky doofus from Earth, and not Carnival Wilson, who's always working an angle, and is going to figure out some way to get back home and save his family, even if everyone else everywhere has to die on his way there. That's not fair. You get to call yourself a doofus. Anytime I say it, I get bopped on the nose. That's true. You doof, bop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, My favorite song, Doof Bop. <laughs> I'll, hey, I'm also joined by another lovable doofus, Usador the Wizard.
6: I am Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Tirracus. The Elves know me as Fiyangalok. The Dwarves know me as Zonin and Stanges, and I am known in the Northeast as Gaswanius Maystar. And there may be other secret names. And doofus, be not among them. Lady Hand, Carnival. Woman arm. Oh,
4: yes, I suppose, yes. You gotta work some sort of new nickname in there based on his arm. Well, it's know. not
6: my arm, technically. It's Sarah. That's Sarah's arm. Do, 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 do. But as you can see, I, uh, I, did, I did grow some extra hair on it to make it a little more manly this week. Ooh. What mm. like, do you
4: think? It's still so attractive and womanly.
6: But you should feel great joy that this arm is here. It means that Sarah
4: is still alive. Oh, so, wait, we can track how Sarah's doing by the Sarah arm that you have instead of your obsidian arm?
6: Yes, if I concentrate for but a moment, I can feel a soft breeze blowing across my skin. She has landed somewhere safe. Hmm. Oh. Somewhere breezy. Somewhere breezy. Uh, Earth? I know not. Uh, I only have the sensation of what she does feel.
4: Okay. And you know that's a good thing because I've always thought of Sarah as an easy, breezy, beautiful woman. Oh, oh. Eusendorf, yeah. would you mind if I held your hand during the podcast? No, of course not. Please, hold oh, oh, my thank hand. That's just very comforting. Do you guys mind if I put my hand in the middle as well? Um, you know, this is a thing between me and you. Okay, hand. no, that makes sense. That's Sarah. I mean, just you don't have to try. A, I had to I, shoot I, my shot. I, yeah, just I don't want you to be a third hand. No, I just had to shoot my shot. What is that? Shoot my shot. Do not shoot your <laughs> shot into my hand and my wife's hand. Okay. And I shoot it somewhere.
3: <laughs> fine.
0: fine, I'll be right Go back. Fine. He,
6: he has a good point. He has to shoot it somewhere. He's so healthy. Now, Carnival, yes. I have to speak to you. Yes, our machinations are coming together. Though I have lost my obsidian arm, which I was so certain was the key to defeating the void.
4: Careful, that doofus will be back any second.
6: I right, know, Connie. Relax. We shall continue to plot and destroy the Void together? Yes. I believe... And the Dark Lord. And the Dark Lord, yes. Oh, Carnival, I'm so glad you're here.
4: Now... And that leprechaun who stole my ring. It's a minor plot point from
6: a long time ago, but I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. We'll get him together. Yes, I have been spending days since the last recording, poring over texts and tomes and grimoires, learning dark secrets of the Void. For a long time, we have pressed for people to fill the void Mm -hmm. by creating new works of art, creating beautiful things, and sharing them with us on Twattertown, better known on Earth as Twitter. Now that I have lived on Earth for a week, I know all the ins and outs. They're mostly on the West Coast. I couldn't eat at one while I was in Chicago, which was frustrating because it sounded pretty good. Yeah, what's animal
4: sauce? You keep talking about
6: it. I don't know.
4: Oh, hey, John, you're back. Yeah, I've been back for a little bit. Oh, okay. You move so quietly when you're healthy. Yeah, I shot my shot. Yes. You said, or also, since you've been back, you keep talking about phone home. What does that mean?
6: Oh, well, Annie's sweet little daughter who I cared for for a week. I have grown to love her. Her name is Phone. Arnie, that's you didn't not, say your daughter's name was Phone. Oh, it's so cute. Well, we didn't know her name, and it seemed like the most fun name to give her. Then it's probably what Arnie loves that's most. My phone? Yeah. Arnie love Phone. Arnie love Phone. Arnie do love Phone. Yes, I, I started to feel myself being pulled back into Foon. All I could think of was sweet little Phone, and hoping that Spintax will do all he can to take care of her.
4: Oh, uh, speaking of which you sir, while you were gone, uh, here's some of your mail that you forgot that you weren't. Uh, oh. that was delivered while you were gone. Here's a letter. It just says uh, spaghetti. Carnival kind of Wilson. <laughs> also, uh, Momo came by to deliver some nudes for you. Oh, wonderful! Some yeah. what?
6: Some more nudes. This is well established that she delivers nudes. Yep. So oh, let me just
4: right. pose, and then I'll mm, just say that yes. the woman is tall and sleepy. Oh. Nice. Seems to be your type. Oh, guys, we should talk to our guest. I'm very excited. It's been a while since he's been on, and I, I feel like having him on, there's probably some kind of angle we could exploit. An angle? Is this Carnival talking? No, this is Arnie. I'm just talking about geometry, which is something I know a lot about. Wing. Really Arnie, what's something that only you would know? How tall are you? I don't know.
6: Sounds like him. Yeah, he doesn't know numbers.
4: Seven or five.
6: Oh, those are good heights. Seven or five.
4: Six of nine. Speaking of five, before we bring out the guests, we should mention the book that involves five delightful Bennett girls, Pride and Prejudice. Oh, that's right. Book club is next week. Yeah. Have you guys been reading Pride and Prejudice?
6: Mm hmm. Oh, yes. And I am very upset that I have yet to find a single spell.
4: <laughs> yeah. There's no magic spells in Pride and
6: Prejudice. Not yet.
4: Well, don't some of the people say they're going to sit down for a spell? Seems like there are spells, but that you need to really yeah. center yourself and get grounded. Uh, I haven't finished it, so there's a good chance there are some fainting spells. Hmm. And, of course, the oldest spell of all. Love. love. So, anyway, if you haven't read Pride and Prejudice yet, have it read by next week for Book Club. Are you guys going to make any apps? Uh, yeah. I'll probably do some mozzarella
6: wands. Or- I shall bring my famous goat horns. Oof. mm Mmm. You going to make anything? Nope, but I'm going to eat them. Since Arnie made a nasty noise, I'm not going to give him one of my goat horns, which are obviously my delicious pastry horns filled with cream uh, that are hilariously called goat horns. Oh,
4: that sounds pretty
5: good. You can't have one.
4: Well, anyway, we should talk to our guest. I'm very excited, the commissioner of the FML, Larry Birdman.
5: Hey, yeah, nice to to be back here. Good to see you folks. Nice to be back in the... Hog's face. It's an exciting time right now. It's yeah, like I don't see great to, to have you back. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. We're Commissioner sure. of the Foon Mittens League.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been a frustrating year, but uh, good good for good for mittens here and mm-hmm. Hog's face. That's for sure. The stadium is well underway. Wh- what? Yeah, the stadium.
4: The stadium's already being built. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Wait, guys. As co mayors of Hog's face, we're still co mayors, right? Sure, I think so. We're still running Hogsface, right? Well, yeah, but Mayhem and
6: Adam does most of the heavy lifting.
4: John, that's just a banana.
6: Yeah, we're more. The three of us are trayers.
5: You're just a person. Sure.
4: Right. I'm yeah. I, just I mean, a person. Wink.
5: I, I don't know how you've missed it. Uh, it's a you know two thousand yard field by by nine yards wide. Uh, with I don't know seats twenty seven thousand times ten, so two hundred seventy thousand. Wow. Yeah.
4: I, I'm going to just have to believe you on that number. Do you remember which mayor signed off on the uh, blueprints?
5: Uh, you know, I don't remember exactly. Uh, I remember there was a there was a furious bidding war uh, between uh, the uh, Lord and Lady Super Hoot on the one that's hand. That's right. And yeah. the, uh, Mysterious Anonymous on the other hand. Uh-huh. And eventually uh, there was so much money at stake that um, I think it was the mayor that's also a banana. Yeah, okay. I believe he was the one who That said, narrows it down, yeah. You know... Uh, go ahead, I give you the green light, um, which was pretty. It was mm-hmm. nice. And then he also said, I'll also give you the go-ahead. Ooh. And then uh, after he did that, he said, you can also go ahead and uh, put up the stadium. And didn't he also look very cute in
6: his little scarf?
5: Yeah, no, I liked it. He was wearing his <laughs> scarf, and then I liked that he gave me the go-ahead because he walks extremely slow, and he was like, go ahead of me. Yeah. And that was fine by That's me. Nice. Very slow little banana man.
4: Chunt, I think our suspicion that Mayor Manana is just a normal banana that people see whatever they want in it. The problem is that if Larry wanted him to say, go ahead and build the stadium, he thought the banana told him to go ahead people and People are just the projecting their wants onto Mayor Manana and then giving themselves permission. That or Momo's love brought him to life. Didn't you say there's a, a, a wooden doll on Earth that came to life? Oh, no, that's a sex doll thing. It's called Lars and the Real Girl? <laughs> mm, yeah. So the stadium is being built.
5: That's right, yeah. The stadium's going up, which is great. I'm sure your audience all uh, is big Mittens fans. Everybody knows about it. You know, one team against another team trying to carry a potted plant. 2,000 yards to get one point. Yeah, there are a lot of
4: very confusing rules to this sport. We should, At some point, we should do an episode of the
6: podcast at a Mittens game just so people get a feel for it. They can kind of... uh, Follow along.
5: Oh, that would be wonderful. Would you allow us to record something at an mitten's game? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it'd be great. we get some broadcasters up there. Have a, mm-hmm. a very, uh, you know, by that I mean female casters. Those broads are who we want up there talking about, you mm-hmm. know, is the game, how's the game going, you know, uh, but you guys could do it too. Normally we only allow broads. Sure. To cast. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. Now, you had mentioned several years ago when we first met
6: you that yes. you intended to sort of... Uh, reinvent the game. You had several
5: changes you wanted to make. Have you made any
6: progress with those
5: changes? Oh, that's uh, a great question. It's been uh, incredibly frustrating. I'm uh, sure. We spent the better part of the last six months in rules meetings. Primarily, I want to get rid of the bird rule. Uh, the bird rule is that, you know, y- you have to do this amazing thing. Carry this potted plant for 2,000 yards, you get one point. Right. Whereas if you catch a bird during the game, that's worth 700 points. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so the game is devolved... Uh,
4: that's like seven or eight more points.
5: No, it's 699 more points, like way more than seven or eight more. So He's you, not good at math. You'd have to score 700 of these very difficult what we call touchdowns because you take the potted plant all the way and then you touch it down to the ground at the end. And if you do that 700 times, that's just as good as catching one bird. So the birds have really yeah. taken over the game. So I wanted to change that rule, and I went in and we fought and fought and fought, and eventually we, we settled for a compromise whereby we— we narrowed the field from nine yards to eight and three-quarter yards. So that was the only was the only change that we made, which didn't even get close oh. to any of the major changes that I wanted. I wanted to change the timeout rule. I wanted to change the rule where there's another terrible rule that I've told you about where if you commit a foul, the other team has to take a guy off the field or a, right. girl, a woman. could be anybody. And uh, that rule should change, but but none of those changed. So I got two rules changed. The first, as I said, was we, we narrowed it from nine uh, yards to eight and three quarter yards. And then the second one is uh, if you're going to make frittatas, you know, you now have to wear like a like a mitten for safety. Okay? Oh, that's a mm-hmm. good idea, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. That's oh. safety first. Yeah, well, everyone supported that one, but
6: uh, it, it was uh, it was very frustrating. Now, in a roundabout way, you have accomplished your goal because the, the field is one quarter of a yard less wide. Right. Meaning that's one quarter of a yard for the entire length of the field
5: that birds cannot appear on. Yeah, that was, that was the argument some people were making, and I just kept saying, just get rid of the bird rule. Mm. There's really no mm. reason for it. it it's what a, it's a historical attitude. What
6: are the hillsmen going to do? They're out there killing birds left and right as the birds are thrown
5: onto the field by the fans? Wasn't oh, right, but they used to. So I don't know if you know this, but back when Mittens was started, you know, we were copying the, the Bigglesworth book about, of course, the Lonely loneliest, Lonely, is Son of Lonely, and there were two rival Mittens leagues, the FML being one of them, and, uh, you know, the games were good, but we wanted to spruce it up a little bit. So we decided to, to allow a bird to be caught. And it was, uh, that was supposed to be worth basically $7. Mm-hmm. Okay,
4: so and when we, you say spruce it up a bit, that's when you added in the trees? Yeah,
5: right, exactly. And then we also added the bird rule. So the spruce it up is how that's what led to the rule whereby there's a spruce tree every five yards mm-hmm. of wow. the 2,000 yards. So you're constantly dodging spruce trees. You want the bird to have somewhere to go. Right. And we also want it to be difficult to spectate for anyone <laughs> so that it's kind of you're a little bit in the dark as to what's occurring
0: throughout the Well, that's the- why mystery. each of the 10
5: sections has 200 200- Twenty-seven thousand seats,
6: so that you can, you know, easily get a seat high enough uh, that you can see over the trees.
0: And usually, exactly. uh, correct me
4: if I'm wrong, but usually a typical attendance is like thirty thousand, and then they all just kind of shuffle around the stadium, right, to get a better vantage
5: point. That's a great. That's exactly right. Usually, we would you would ten percent of the seats get sold, and then you're allowed to just maneuver about uh, yeah. wherever you want, unless you have a VIP seat, which means uh, under no circumstances are you allowed to move. So those are very, very. Uh, and I can't remember exactly but it basically means no movement. Mm-hmm.
4: so many numbers in this episode just so many numbers being thrown out I don't burning <laughs> your nose is bleeding
5: yeah but so you know uh, we, we I did my best uh, and I've, I've really given up on that pursuit and now'm oh, no. I'm, uh, I'm focused on making a series of videos about mittens some great documentaries uh, that we're, that we're putting together in a series called third E for bird e. And that is uh, my friend Bert Edmund, mm. B-E-R-T. Yes. He's trying to achieve a third E in his name. So he has two. <sighs> wow. He's Bert Edmund. Uh-huh. So there's an E in Bert and then an E in Edmund. And he's, he's hoping to get a third E in his name, Bert E. And he's been traveling around the country uh, just kind of interviewing people at different points. And so I decided, hey, why not make a few of these 30 for Berties about mittens? And when you say something.
4: videos, um, do you mean that you're going to broadcast them through uh, Pop and Lock or yeah, Goats yeah, yeah. Blood? A or? Magic
5: Box or gotcha. uh, Walk and Pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see it any of the ways that you you would otherwise Walk, and pop. Oh, yeah, walk and pop, yeah. Walk and Pop. You can murder a horse. Very incapacitated person? Yep, that's what VIP means. Yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> thank you. Thank Took you. us a while, but we got into no, it, yeah. No, I just had forgotten. I was thinking virtually petrified, but uh, I, I like that one better. I was noticing you've got a... Uh, a novel. Yeah. You know, there that you're, uh, you're preparing for. Is
4: yeah, we've been reading an Earth classic called Pride and Prejudice. Oh,
5: that's too bad. Okay. Oh. So I, that, I just thought it was Bride of Prejudice. Bride of Prejudice? one of my favorite oh. books. Oh, what's Bride of Prejudice? Oh, is that a Rook Nasterly? Doesn't it is. it sound like... Oh, it it's is. A, it's, well, it's, uh, it's Rook Nasterly's latest series. Oh, a new series. Yeah, there's a hard-boiled detective mm-hmm. who goes by the name of Prejudice. So named for his just off-kilter, mm. incredibly direct, stereotyped view of humanity. Um, is his
4: name Pre-Judas? Or is it Prejudice? Is that his first or last name?
5: Full name? I think his full name is just mm. Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, no, now that I think about it, his name is pre You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I haven't started reading it yet. Well, you don't read it out loud. You Sometimes you go, oh, I, once I say this out loud. But there's a space
6: in It's me. hard it's to
4: little, remember well, like, every space in a book that you
5: read. Well, you've caught me because I'm, I'm now doing this thing where you get uh, auditory books. So instead of reading them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have the little gnome just talking to you? Yes, you get the tiny gnome and he just he talks to you. And you hope you get a good gnome with a wide range of... Yeah. Uh, you hope, you, do you, you, of hope you get
4: one that's audible.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's about right. So I've been having this little gnome do Bride of Pre-Judas, I guess, is, uh, but uh, it's, it's been pretty good. Uh-huh. And then th- this one's about, uh, well, the first one was, excuse me, there's going to be 10 and the last one's just called Judas, so all of these are Pre-Judas, right? So they're eventually going to get there. So it started with Pre-Judas. So wait, let me understand, this, this series, they're starting with prequels?
6: Correct. And working their way up to the original thing. Yes. Wow. Let me ask you something. That's just
4: the regular regular order, though. I think that's
6: an incredibly creative way to Are you supposed to to read them in that
4: order? Or do you have to wait until he finishes them all and read the last one first? Think about
6: it this way. Think about how terrible prequels are, usually, because you know what's going to happen. This way you can read the prequels first. Ooh, I like that. You don't know what's going
4: to happen. Well, I've heard. I haven't read them, but I've also heard. That uh, is it Judas or Judas's monster? Because the bride uh, ends up marrying the monster, right?
5: I don't know because I haven't gotten to Judas yet, the final book in the series. Mm-hmm. The great thing about it, too, to your point, Usador, is that sometimes sequels are no good. True. But mm-hmm. this series avoids ever having a sequel because it's going to start with the book that it ends with. Oh, I love it. Then it's going to have a bunch of prequels, but they're not prequels because they get written first. Ugh. So Rook Nasterly managed to avoid having a sequel or a prequel. Uh, but still deliver the kind of hard-hitting, pseudo-out-of-bounds, uh, just over-the-top, exciting mix of, uh, you know, detective work and, uh, you know, pornography. So so clever. What a wonderful way to
6: deliver pornography. And Which so talk- sounds like
4: this is just like his other series of books, but this one has more racism in it.
5: Yeah, so far that's about right.
4: Okay. Does it have any e-racism? Yes. So he got rid of it. That's good.
5: Growth. Well, exactly. So what happens is the book begins with a fair amount of racism, Ooh. and then later on they have the e-racism, mm-hmm. and uh, if you go back and try to read the first book, they're just those sections are gone. Oh, that's
6: good. I mean, that's that shows that he's uh, learned. Why didn't they just start by not writing it down in the first place? Because it's a prequel, right? Yeah, you got me there. That's right. And when we talk about
4: sequels, Arnie, um, that can also be what a mermaid writes uh stationary with. A sequel? Oh! That's just a known item in Foon. Well, let's take a break, or let's hope that we already took a break and that we didn't hear any of this. A pre break. Pre break. Oh, I have to pre now. Um, gotta go pre. Go pre.
0: Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com Wondery.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
4: So Larry, I know I've been having so much fun talking about literature with you, which I really do prefer to sports. But what can we expect now that Mittens is coming back to Hog's
5: Face? Well, I think you can expect uh, an excited town with some great competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have the uh, the tenth anniversary uh, Superstation uh, round robin round table Superstation wagon. Uh, that'll be here. Oh wow! In Hog's Face. Yeah, you build the new stadium. Uh, uh-huh. You know, if they if you build it. Um, people will uh, pay and arrive. Oh, uh, so well, is this going
4: to bring a lot of money into the city that yeah. we could use to like improve it?
5: Well, that was the uh, the business plan of uh, Lord and Lady Superhoot Was mm-hmm. uh, they would pay, and then they would keep one percent of the profits uh, that they would then donate to the poor, and the other ninety-nine percent would go to the city. Uh, Sounds great. But unfortunately, Mysterious Anonymous won the bid. Oh. And uh, that was all the profits would go to, the Mysterious Anonymous Foundation, Mm -hmm. uh, which he says is not affiliated with him.
6: Oh. Just a coincidence.
5: Yeah, a lot of people have their doubts.
6: Yeah. I'm very curious about Mysterious Anonymous. I gotta get in part of this
4: foundation. What? Maybe get some of that money. Carnival? What? That's despicable. Usador, if we are skimming money... From the profits for the Mittens team in town. We can use a portion of that money for good. For us to defeat the Dark Lord, defeat the Void, help some kids.
6: A portion of the money?
4: A big portion. I'm not good at math, though, so maybe some of it ends up in the wrong pile.
6: Don't mess with me, Carnival Wilson. I know you're good at math, even though Arnie is bad at it. You are going to try to take some of that money for yourself, and that is not allowable. We must use that money to protect the people of Foon, all the little children in, like, phone and all the sweet people fully grown who... Yeah, the little children like
5: Drew. And Drew. Think of Drew.
6: you dead,
4: I think.
5: <laughs> but, of course, uh, when it comes to Mitten's profits, we always we always share a lot of it with the military. And um, with the with the what the mill in the town of Terry the military, oh. and so I would say uh, you know you know of course we have a salute to the military, and we have uh, we bring the uh, military people out mm. onto uh, the field uh, before and after any game they're allowed to sit in the spruce trees mm. uh, during the uh, during the battles uh, the, the games.
4: You know me, I love carbs, so I appreciate everything that the mill and Terry does. But why does it have to be part of the mittens game?
5: I don't know. There's just kind of a connection between the two. A lot of. Uh, There's just think. a history there. Yeah. I'm
4: just saying. You know, like, I mean,
5: would you not support the military?
4: No, I support it. I eat so much bread every day. If you play your cards right, you know, you could maybe get one of the, um, you know, mill workers from Terry to take you to a game. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, the military would appreciate taking an arnie.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm going to go pre. <laughs> Look,
6: he's eating bread right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let's read some emails. Oh, hey, uh, Chunt, do you have any emails? Yeah, but I'm just not feeling so great. Chunt.
4: Oh, I, I already tried it. You didn't did I that, that one, Shit, I'm you. sorry. I, I'm so forgetful these days. Um, Don't shit a shitter. What? Especially when he stands up. How big do you have to be to shit a shitter? And what are you eating? Oh, goddesses. Um, can I just read an email? Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, I got an email here from Mackenzie Henderson. It says, uh, Name our doggo. Hi, Chunt. My husband and I are getting a male puppy, but we can't think of a good name for him. We love the name Gorgeous the Potato and would like to get your input on a name for our new addition. Also, hi, Usador and Arnie. Oh, boy. A uh, name for a male puppy. You know what a great name for a male puppy is? Muppy." Muppy is good. Also, you could name it your social security number and you could email it to us. That's pretty good. I'd say phone is probably pretty good. If it's well, good enough for Arnie's daughter, name. it's
5: good enough for a male puppy. You know, I got one that yeah. I like a lot. Uh, I've, I've got several uh, dogs at the house.
4: Oh, how many dogs do you have?
5: Uh, at least a baker's dozen. Um, baker's a good one. Yeah, well, that is a good one. But uh, I've got a, one that I like named Bob Barker because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's uh, he barks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, we call him Bob. You and should spay and neuter that dog. Well, thank you, but we—you know—the funny thing is, we spayed and neutered Bob Barker, and now Ow. he will not shut up to the other dogs. He's always like, "You should get spayed and neutered," <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> take it from me, it's great. But you're like, look, you seem like a one-issue dog. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there's a lot of things you could talk about. Why do you talk about that every day? But that's that's what Bob Barker is all about. Mm. Let's—I uh, think that's a great Bob Barker is a great name.
4: Maybe let's each toss out a few. I think. um Baxter's good. Mm-hmm. Bagel brisket, a lot of B names
6: going on. Uh, any other? Ooh, good uh, I really like uh, Philadelphia mm-hmm. for a name for a dog. Yeah, me, uh, I, I mean mise- about that while I was on Earth last week. Misenplace. Subterfuge is a good name for mm-hmm. a dog. My dog's name on Earth was T. That's a letter. That's a letter, Arnie. But it's they
4: want a name T E A like the drink. <gasps> oh, that's so adorable. Mm. Oh, was tea fit in a little cup? Uh, no, she was quite a bit bigger than a cup.
6: Wait, your dog? How many fluid ounces? There was a tiny wolf that kept trying to attack your house last week. Wait, was that you your dog? let it in? No, it was a tiny wolf trying to attack the house.
4: Tiny wolf's a good name. Tiny wolf tiny is wolf a is very a good, good name. Or dozen. Baker or dozen. Cramps. Yeah. Cramps is a good name for a dog. Cramps is a good name. Or gramps. Grams for grams, Yeah. Or, you know, pick a name of a character from literature that you like, maybe from Pride and Prejudice or Rook Nasterly series Bride of Prejudice.
5: Uh, you can't go wrong
4: there. Yeah. And I, I think I saw he has another series called uh Larry su-
5: Larry Lux-dash. You could <laughs> name your you can name your dog Larry Luxash. Larry Luxtache is one of the Lux-dash characters. Good name good Here name. Please,
4: please, listener, if you can do one thing for us, name your dog Larry Luxtache. Or uh, something from Rook Nasperly's other series, uh, Son of Sensibility. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or you could um, shorten Larry Birdman and call it Laby. You're Laby. Well, sure. You could have a couple of them, A and B and C. Would you have to separate them? or? I don't know, Laby A. Probably when you get a check out yeah. there.
6: Yeah. Prong, that's a good name for a dog. That's Toots. true.
4: Guys, I just realized go that time. we got. I just realized we got onto like a, a naming run. Shut
6: up! Shut up! Shut up! We're selling you dog names. Let's go. It's
4: like our thing
0: that could go on forever.
4: This, can the next episode just be dog names? I feel like most of our Fuck episodes. Pride and prejudice. Let's just. <laughs> oh, Judas. Judas oh, yeah. is a great name. Uh, what else? Rush. Rush is a great name. Yeah. Frustration. That's a good name for a dog. Rush. Frush. 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 kind of combines the two. Ooh, I like that. Um, Frush Frowl. Port. Tawny Mixy.
5: Oh, Ripsy Tussle. Another great character.
6: That's it,
4: that's it. Period. Ripsy Tussle. It has been decided. Looks. Your
6: dog's name is Ripsy Tussle.
4: Alright. Hey, you know what? I've also gotten some emails. You can email me at magic at puppies.supplies. Wait, but Spruce is also good.
6: It's back up for contention. Go ahead and read your email, oh. Arnie. We won't say more dog names, I promise.
4: Uh, well, here's one email I got. Uh, Outlet's a good name. Ooh, Outlet is a great name. That's what a phone goes into. Uh-huh. Dear, Arnie and Us- Dear Arnie, Usador, and Chunt, didn't we learn that if Usador stuck his obsidian arm in the center of the void, it could be destroyed? Uh. Can't he just eat the core apple, toss it in the void, and he'll be at the center, arm and all, problem solved, question mark? Love the show. Sarah. Oh, I bet it's a different Sarah.
6: Very good idea. I wish I had thought of it when I saw my obsidian arm.
4: Yeah, you don't have that obsidian arm anymore, which seemed to be like the total totality of your plan to defeat the void. Uh uh-huh. huh. Hmm.
6: Well, that's why I've been going through tomes and grimoires this week,
5: learning all the secrets of the void.
4: Again. Yeah,
6: grimoire is a great name. That
4: is good.
5: Seems I mean, like also- when you uh, started that email, that it was addressed just to you and Eustador, and then you kind of like changed it at the top to maybe make Junk feel better. <laughs> And I just wanna say that was nice of you if that's what you did.
4: Oh, I thought maybe that they thought I was in a different form. Oh, could be. Deer. Oh dear. Barney. Yeah. Oh. That. Yeah. Oh, so probably. That's what it probably yeah, was. That's
6: true. It makes a lot more. I'm shit. gonna
4: go grab some drinks.
6: Okay. Can I have my hand back now? It's okay. getting a little sweaty. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. But can we can I hold it like how and maybe later? Can
6: I hold your hand? Yes, you can hold my hand later. Okay. Thank you.
4: And also, thank you to this other Sarah who sent that email, and to the dozens of other people who also suggested that we use the core apple uh, to throw into the void and uh, have Yusidor get in there with his obsidian. I wish we'd gotten those that was emails such a, sooner. It was almost like that That's would have been exactly how we could have done. We could have solved everything with that dumb fucking apple.
5: Yeah, well, you know, you could solve a lot if you didn't make a catching a bird 700 points, right? But Yeah. The bottom line is people don't listen. Yeah. Well, what are the hillsmen going to do? What are
6: the hillsmen going well, to do? That's I do, block for the. Uh, for the all right, fine.
4: Okay, uh, let's see. Let's do one more email here. Uh, I got an email that it's very eye catching. It says, put hello from the Magic Tavern in the iTunes top 10 and, in all caps, stay there. Uh, this one says, hi, Arnie and Chunt. And I'm not going to add Usador's name to make him feel better. It's literally just Arnie and Chunt. My name is Jeremy. Uh, with podcast something or other, we noticed your podcast in the iTunes. I'm not going to say the name of the thing because I don't want other podcasts that are listening to get this very useful information. I'm uh, sorry, I'm back from the bar. Did you say that they are called podcast something or other? Uh, no, I I changed the name. Oh, I was going to say that's a great name for a podcast. Podcast something or other. That up is that that is for grabs for a podcast? It might be. Well, probably everything exists already. We noticed your podcast in the iTunes top 200 and one to offer you the chance to climb the charts faster than anyone in the industry. In just 48 hours, we can have you sitting comfortably in the top 50, 40, 30, this is like a game of mittens, 20, or even the coveted top 10 of your podcasting category. Let's go for 50.
6: Yes, why, yes, why, why would you pick 20?
4: Instead of 10? yes. I
6: mean, I don't know. Maybe you want to ease
4: your way up to the top. You're like, look, are we a top ten podcast? Are we ready for the heights of the top ten? But here's the thing. Obviously, this person's a fan because they do not say what our specific podcasting category is. But they say they'll get us there or your money back. All caps. Wait, they have our money? Why do we, how'd they get our money? Shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, let's keep reading. My money's gone. gone. How <laughs> the fuck how, did they get our money?
6: How dare they oh, ransom us? no. This money. is a ransom
4: email. Oh. Yes, we have a money-back guarantee. You do not pay unless you reach the agreed-upon spot in your selected category. This is clearly written just to us. For more information, please visit the link below or reach out to me directly. Thanks, Jeremy. I'm not going to give his full name because, again, I don't want other podcasts to get this information. Yes, yes, yes. Look,
6: which link is it? Uh, the H-t- email link T-T-P. or the mail link? Oh, oh, I thought it was a person named Link. Is there a link below there?
5: What's the date of that email?
4: The email is from last week.
5: Oh, I thought maybe Jeremy had spoken yesterday. But if it was last week, I'm compelled to say we're probably not getting that money back.
4: Yeah. Oh, damn it. Well, it is addressed to us because they know that we're in a category. Yeah. Look, guys, if you think about it, it's a little morally ambiguous. Or We're probably clearly wrong to try to cheat the podcast charts to try to appear uh, like we are more popular than we really are. But if this podcast is in the top ten, more people will listen and uh, more people on Earth will hear about it.
6: And it will help us defeat the
4: void <sighs> And get back to Earth? Those
6: are things I want to do.
4: I know. All I'm saying is...
6: But could I stand on the dizzying heights of number eight? Well,
4: look, first of all, he didn't say eight. So we'd be at ten, we'd be at the... But
6: that's in the top ten.
4: Yeah. Right? I think so.
6: Or is there only numbers that are divisible by ten? They can get us to ten, twenty, thirty, forty, or fifty, but nothing in between?
4: Exactly. (gasps) How many spots behind Dr. John? You mean the podcast about the jazz musician, Dr. John, and how he tried to kill Connie Britton? I mean, we're, we could never be that good. Oh, but if we ever were, oh, that'd
6: be such a night.
4: Also, Eric Bana, if you're listening, amazing work as Dr. John.
6: I would probably name my dog Blue Boy the Wizard Dog.
4: Ooh, yeah. Uh, I'd name mine. Broadcaster's a good name. Oh, do they still have casters that are traitors? Do they still let traitors uh, um, cast?
5: Uh, yeah, occasionally. Uh, mostly broads. Mm. Uh, well, you'd have to be. I mean, if you're a cast trader then you probably... Oh, sometimes I miss what
4: order the words <laughs> i supposed to go in. Sean, you're looking sick. No, I feel great. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you might be sick. You don't want to skip the rest of the episode? No, I'm good. Look, what guys, else? uh I'm just uh, saying. Uh, mustard. Our knee camp has, um, Look, guys, Scoots. look, I'm just saying, Arnie wouldn't believe that he w- in cheating the system to help the podcast be better, but Carnival Wilson thinks that maybe we should cheat our way to the top.
5: I know. I got to tell you, I hope you don't, because uh, I used to have a big time rival by the name of Dick Wizardry. Mm-hmm. Yes. He and I had great battles against one another, but then he began to use some uh, performance enhancing drugs, uh-huh. or as we call them. Sorry about that. We called them uh, performance-enhancing drugs.
4: Wow. just a different inflection, subtly.
5: But we said it faster. Mm-hmm.
4: A little, was, little faster.
5: No, That's really, yeah, still it, faster. It was frustrating mm. because he would always say I'm using performance-enhancing
6: drugs. Now, mm-hmm. see, when I sold him those uh, performance-enhancing drugs, I just always thought they were buffs. People just said, this is a buff. I'm having a
5: buff. Buff's a great name. Yeah, yeah. Well, he uh, he used those uh, those buffs. If you will, uh, to uh, you know, to outperform uh, me, and it was very frustrating for many years. And uh, I called him out on it, and then that led to him framing me for murder many times. Yeah. So I'm just saying there can be unforeseen consequences to uh, to cheating a system. Mm-hmm. And cheating is wrong. Yeah,
4: that's true. Hey, I got a question about framing people for murder. Yes. Um, huh? let's say that a security guard at a local library is dead. No one's found their body yet, but If you wanted to hypothetically pin it on, say, uh, the commissioner of the Foon Mittens League, uh, just because that's what we're talking about already, how would one go about doing that?
5: So you're asking me how to pin a body onto me. Mm -hmm. I'd say you got to get me in a steady spot, Mm -hmm. probably pin me down, uh, and then hold me in a certain area, and then you're going to need a large nail um, in order to pin that. A dead body onto me, and I'm I'm not gonna like it. So yeah. I might knock me out in order to do that. Um, anyway, I I shouldn't give all these secrets away, but that's that's how I would pin a dead yeah. body onto me. Yeah, too physical. Okay. Now, if you're talking about framing someone for mm-hmm. murder, yeah, I recommend taking a photo of the murder, mm-hmm. walking it down to one of the good framers here in Foon. Yeah, and uh, you know you can get you can get a nice uh, mahogany mm-hmm. capsule around it.
4: Yeah. What about sautéing someone for murder?
5: Oh, that's, that's one of my favorite dishes. They say revenge is a dish best served cold, but murder is one best served. <laughs> Sautéed. That's a line from the Rook Nasterly. Oh! Yeah, yeah, that's from the one groovy Minotaur series. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. uh, yeah. Larry, thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited. I would have to imagine that you're going to be in Hog's Face, a little more often if uh, the team is opening up. Set. I will be,
5: and we'll be having uh, big games here soon. So maybe we can, as I said, do a broadcast, or as you said, do a broadcast up there. It'd be a lot of fun. And Arna, you could finally see a Mittens game, and uh, so you'd understand <laughs> what we're talking about during each of these podcasts. Yeah. Oh, not really a sports guy, like I said, but um,
4: there's like a potential for gambling of some kind. Gamble's a good name for a dog. Blackjack? Mm hmm. Casino? Craps. <laughs> I already said craps. Here craps. Craps is a pretty good name for a dog. Don't shit a shitter.
3: I always thought Craig would be a good name for a dog. Oh, no, I didn't. I was just looking for a natural segue out of the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You all deserve better than that. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Docking Badger was played by Adel Rafai. Larry Birdman, the commissioner of the Foon Mittens League, was played by Rush Howell. Oh no, Rush Howell would make a good dog name. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Neekamp, Ryan D. Georgie, and Evan Jakover. This episode edited by Chris Rathjen. Remember, next week is the Book Club episode of the show, so if you haven't finished reading Pride and Prejudice, get to it. Or when you listen to this completely not real fantasy podcast talk about Pride and Prejudice, you won't know what's going on. You'll be very embarrassed. So go out, and if you haven't gotten your copy yet, you can still get a copy from from HelloFromTheMagicTavern.com on our book club link, and we get a little bit of money. Also remember that besides Podswag, which is a great place for Magic Tavern merch, you can also go to HelloFromTheMagicTavern.com and find links to all kinds of Magic Tavern stuff, including some winter
2: solstice cards, a shirt, and a candle. Come on, Blelf. You can sit by the bath while I share my most devastating secrets. Just because you don't have eyelids doesn't mean you can't cry. Can you make sure you lock the door this time? I'm still recovering from the last time I walked in on your bath.
3: These two. I think I'll keep them.
1: I'm Shimol Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition.